it's it's good for for ten rounds. Give it a shot, and if if at the end it doesn't work, okay, you didn't lose much. But if it works, and you beat your friends, I bet you'll beat them more out of more out of twenty dollars than. That didn't go very well. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just enjoying the ride. All right, check it out. It's playwithcbd.com. Whatever Craig said. Let's go. You, Angie, pick up that blood. All right. Hey, but, so, a question for you. Huh? So, if we went to Vegas right now, and they set odds. Okay. And they, you wanted to make a, a $10 bet mm-hmm. on me being e-break free for 2020. What odds do you get? A million to one. A million to one? Yep. Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm better than that. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? I won't have an e-break. I won't have an e-break all year. So the fact that it will never be played on the morning show. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to win. Means you just. I'm not top three. I'm not top three for an entire year. That's like going into the beginning of this season of the NFL and betting all of your money on the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. Oh, come on. I'm better than that, right? No. No? No. Anything else you want to bring up? No. no that did not go well for me. I thought it'd go a completely different route, route, but. <laughs> all right. I can't pay you. Lou has to. Where is he? He's out. I can see that he's out, numb nuts. Give me a Coke. One Coke. Hey, wait a minute. That's only 50 cents. Yeah, Lou raised the price of Coke. He's been losing it to track. <laughs> well, I ain't paying no 50 cents for no Coke. <laughs> you ain't getting no Coke. You know what I'm talking about? You had it. Come on, open up this door. Open up this door. Budget jerk. Jerk? Come on, Eddie. Whoa, buddy, baby. Hey, hey, what's going on? Open up. Come on. Hey, Lou. Hi. Out. Out. Sure you don't need me for nothing? No. Hi, guy. Oh. Hey, I think you and I want to go outside and have a little talk. Talk? Yeah. Okay. Hey, good morning. It is 8.03 on Sports Radio 131390. Seven. The ticket is December 21st. It's a Saturday. If that's the case, then you have the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the new issue with uh, Shane Bacon on the cover. Fox, uh, that guy's moving up quickly like a bullet over at Fox. And we are at the greatness of Union Bear Brewery today. Now, some people would say it's Frisco. Officially, it's Plano. Corner of, can you hear me? Barely. Yeah, because I can't hear myself. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> What's up, America? What's up? Uh, it's on the corner of the tollway and 121. Southeast corner. So, 
It's easy. It's the easiest thing. Everybody knows where that is, right? Mm-hmm. If you live in the Metroplex, you know where that is. Yes, you so whether do. Whether it's Plano, Frisco, Congo, you know. Congo. I love so this So how about place. that Union Bear Brewing, huh? How about it? It is pretty dangerous. I'm glad sweet. we're here because something happened to me in a restaurant next yeah. to me in a restaurant. I was like, you know, I wonder how most restaurateurs, restaurant, yeah, restaurant, people who own restaurants. <laughs> you freak yourself out now. I did it right, right? Yeah, you kind of yeah. did. We okay. didn't say anything. We were just, you were moving. Uh, that was a good start. Wonder, like, restauranter, <laughs> restauranteur. Tour. 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 Yeah. Tour. Uh, I wonder how they would handle this. All right, nine so, ten, right? Yeah. So Tanner's going to be here, right? Yeah, Tanner Fleming. He's the GM operating partner here at uh, Union Bear Brewery. We'll throw him on at nine ten because uh, you seem to have more issues at restaurants than I do. One my for issue. whatever reason. Oh, oh, really? Okay. No, I was observing. Mm. All right, I like it. I like it. Well, this place is one of our favorite haunts because it makes maybe the best homemade beef jerky around. Pretty darn good. And they have a menu that's just big enough. They do everything well, everything great. I took my wife here last week. Well, look at you. Yeah. And? Is that a brag? No. Yeah, that's a brag. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Then I'll, I guess I'll own it then. You should be bragging. Yeah, I took my wife here. It's a good place. And You uh, took your buddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, get, did you ever get past that? Well, you know, your wife should be your best buddy. Well, look, can I tell you, I was late this morning. Should I tell the world that? Sure, why not? So it's that time of the year. My kids left, and they left me the grand puppy, mm-hmm. us. Not only that, my other son, who if you've listened, you know he travels the world. Mm-hmm. He's, this year already he's been to Portugal, he's been to Thailand, and he's on his way to Israel. Nice. But he decided to st- – and he has a girlfriend in Italy, so on the way home from I- Israel, he's probably stopping in Italy. Why not? His kid's still in school. Got a full life. Yeah, I know. He's I don't peaking pay for early. It, for the record. He's peaking early. I don't know how he pays for it, but he does. And he's home. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> he's home for the first time in, I can't remember the last time I saw him. Mm, look good. So I get to bed around 11 o'clock, 11.30, figure, guys, I got to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I hear them cackling. So, you know, mom and son are enjoying their time together. And I close the door so the dogs aren't in my room either. Set my alarm like I always do. At 2.50 a.m., my wife comes in. I'm so happy. Hug me. I'm in deep sleep, sweetheart. Yeah, but our son's home. It's so nice. It's like Really? Yes. Come uh, on, Amy. About 15 <laughs> minutes later, the dogs are like yapping that they want to go out. Well, I just took them out. I said, how long ago? I don't know. We were talking so long, I don't remember. <laughs> you Fine. need to get a dog door, dude. So I take the dogs out. <clears throat> dogs don't want to come in. Mm-hmm. So I'm out in the cold with my skivvies. <laughs> nice. For 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Finally, I just grabbed the puppy. I said, get the F in here. <laughs> get him up, put him in the, in the bedroom, close the door so doesn't keep Sam up. All of a sudden... I get a whiff. The dog craps all over the, the floor. So you I brought mean, her in too early. How long was I supposed <laughs> to stay out there? So I clean it up as best I can in the dark without waking up my wife. I should have woken her up. Just I was going to say. 
<clears throat> but there are probably a couple stains still on the carpet, I, I would imagine. But Lovely. Then I... <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I, close the do- I close the dogs in with her, and I go on the couch. I fall asleep on the couch mm-hmm. with no alarm. Mm. You don't put it on your phone? Yes. And your phone wasn't next to you? My phone was in my bedroom. Oh, I'd have brought that down. Yeah, I'd have brought that with me. I figured I'd either A, I'd hear it, or B, my wife would wake up and say your alarm's going off. Mm-hmm. Neither happened. So at 7.34 this a.m., I popped up. <laughs> I said, oh, crap. Panic. Rick's going to be pissed? No. No, he's not pissed at me anymore. He never does. Morning. Mm-hmm. Killer, by the way. Good morning, Craig. And um, Killer here. I got in the car, and I rushed out, and... Thank God I had. I always keep deodorant in the glove compartment. For all of us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, thank God for yeah. you and for yeah. Killer. I agree. And for mm-hmm. Union Bear. Keep deodorant in the car. Always. Interesting. Even in the summer? Does it yeah. not melt? Is it spray on or is it roll on? It's a roll on. It, if you do a That's stick, risky. a stick will melt. Will melt. Milk. Yeah, the milk, milk right? <laughs> you can milk your deodorant? Google it. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. I don't know anybody that, that's ever kept deodorant in a car. I, During the summertime, seriously? I keep it in a backpack. Yeah. I always have it with So here's me. the thing. I, and, I'm, and i got to find this. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't looked at it. For, so I got my, last week, I got my. Um, physical. Thank you. <laughs> and um, and it's kind of like, you know, it's an executive physical, whatever. You know, you can put words on anything, right? And executive? But when, you get, when you get done, after you do the stress test and stuff, they gave me a packet, like a moist wipe. Packet yeah. that's deodorant. Uh-huh. I'm thinking I should be keeping those in my car and in my in my, my backpack. So I I have a I have one on my desk. I'm going to Google it and find them and buy them. Google it. Because hmm. that's the best. And then it, you then you can even go through security in the airport and not worry. I don't think I've ever needed. No. You don't need deodorant. Not after I put it on in the morning. Well, I didn't put any on this morning. So I was but why do you keep it in there in the car anyway? You ever like go in the pool and you come out and it's like, what do I do? I keep spraying my house. car. Like yeah, we all cologne. do. You keep what? Like the cologne type spray. I keep that in my car. Really? Well, look at you guys. Just in put case. that on in the morning. It should call them smelly arnet. No, I don't smell. That's the difference. <laughs> I don't emit. Don't emit odor. Well, not if, you don't think you do, but you always want to be safe. And you are fake really news. smell yourself. Yeah, Other you people smell you. Yeah, no, I can, I can tell. I can tell. When it, in fact, when you can tell that it's yourself, that means it's DEFCON 1. Get something, yes. get a shower quickly. Right? Yes. So you put that on. Put that on, yep. car, and I'm here. No coffee this morning. No nothing. Hmm. But I'm ready. At Union Bear. Do you want a hero's welcome? No. <laughs> Yeah, Craig's here. <laughs> By the way, Killer was uh, anxious. He was he was kind of hoping you'd be a little late because it could have been the Killer show this first second. Oh, I can sit out one if you want. Well, we're almost. Done. I have a recommendation for you though. What on your puppy issue? What you need Kill to it? on your way home get a kennel. You that puppy needs to be in a kennel at night, not yep. laying in your bed, not roaming the house. It doesn't grow up with one. That's pretty tough. Well, you can break them in pretty fast. Yeah, it's not my. Not my dog. It's my but bird. when the dog's at your house, it's, it's your responsibility. Dog. I know. By the it's, way, that's a great way to to prepare for grandkids. Take care of your kid's dog. I, always yeah. have I did a it for a month. For your kid. I did it for a month. 
And actually got kind of used to it. I think, but it's. I think she'll settle into her groove when she's in our house and just well, like. She's been right. there for how long? She got here last night. No, I mean she's been there numerous times. Yeah, it's but not she like doesn't stay overnight. She doesn't. Mm, only when they go away, which was maybe three months ago, and huh. she was. Yeah. So I, I will dispel one rumor, or one. Gotta myth. make it quick. Okay. Do you know um, they say that poinsettias are alert are poisonous to dogs allegedly yeah can't be because she's still alive because i got home yesterday after work i told you i was coming home because puppy's by itself and it absolutely devoured a poinsettia huh interesting well my dog when she was around she used to devour chocolate chip cookies they were left on the counter chocolate's supposed to be bad for dogs too that's not real chocolate (coughs) huh there's Chocolate chip cookies, the, the chocolate chips you put in cookies are more sugar than chocolate. Really? Yeah. 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 Are you a vet? No, but I'm a chocolate expert. Because there's certain <laughs> chocolates you can eat. I'm not even going to Google that because your name will not be next to the and it's not, <laughs> but in chocolate it, expert. It doesn't happen instantly. It takes time to kill the dog with the yeah, poinsettia like, and yeah, the like, chocolate. Like when I put antifreeze in your coffee in the morning. No, antifreeze will kill a dog pretty quick. That's Kill really a person bad. too. Well, uh, I don't know, but I know for dogs it tastes sweet, and uh, it'll it'll knock them out pretty quick. So be careful. All well, right, happy to be here. Yep, we have Killer out here engineering. Good morning to you. Morning, Rick. He's the soda poster child. Still looks good. Thank See you. how much Union Bear food he eats today. You know what? He's been. I've, I've seen him at one of these places, and he he picks accordingly. Judiciously. Yeah, accordingly. Yeah. I would say so. Back at the station, Jay King. Good morning to you, bud. Good morning, gentlemen. And Zach Babb doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Isaac Lara. He's the beverage director out here. And also Tony Smith. He's the VP. They're big P1s. So if they're big P1s, we're big fans out here. I might. Union Bear Brewery. I might need a coffee drink. You see, last week at a Bloody Mary... So I, I didn't hear much on the open that I did bad yesterday. You didn't hear the open. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this train wreck going. It is uh, 8.14 on the ticket. Up next, kind of a curious lawsuit and maybe one of the best Twitter followers that we will recommend next on the ticket. Looking for some last-minute stocking stuffers. We have a bunch going on on Ideal Golfer. Get Cowboys for mere 99 bucks. It's over $100 off. You can also look at Fossil Creek, Lakes at Land's End, and one of my favorite tracks down in the Hill Country, Wolf Dance. Pretty darn good stuff. So, if you don't know what to get the golfer in your life, you can always get a gift card, too. These will not suck. They Actually, we've had card. way more people buy those than I ever than I gift card. Thought. Yeah, well, gift cards are easy; they fit yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, this is brought to you by Club Corp and their one membership. Join a club; you can play the other ones. You get discounted round, uh, discounted rounds. You get food for half price. You know and what you need to do is you need to go into Lost Plains Country Club and say, "I'm thinking about joining," mm-hmm. so you can play their course. It's nice. just opened. It's awesome. That's what you say. I got to go out there. And they're only letting members play right now. You know, it's funny. Next week, uh, it's supposed to be in the 60s. You should go play. I think I will. I'll be out. I think I will. All right. 8.30. We've been uh, waiting to talk about this. A little Nelson talk. We know a little bit maybe what's going on. We don't know anything. We think we do. But we've put put some things together that would scratch your head. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. We get questions about that. Uh, we got some predictions for next year, 
Craig has his restaurant talk conundrum at uh, 910. And then at, I can figure out what we did at 930. I have it written down somewhere. Holiday plans, I think. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Because you're in the midst of yours, right, Hanukkah? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow? I thought it started the other day. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Ah. Morning. Mazel tov. Not yet. <laughs> and then uh, Christmas or Festivus or whatever on the 25th. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. But first, guy that used to be on the station, used to work with him for a number of years, and then he... Went off and did some stuff on the Golf Channel, and he happened to be Tiger's swing coach for a number of years. And then he said something on his XM Sirius show that in this day and age, I get it. Everybody's hypersensitive to everything, and they were talking about uh, who did they thought was going to, who did he think was going to win the LPGA event this week and or that week? And he goes, "Can't name you six players." on the LPGA Tour, so I'm going to pick a Lee. I'm going to pick a Korean. And you know what? He got lambasted for it, but he wasn't wrong. Yeah, Lee did win that week. But, and he tried to, I don't know, he tried to soft shoe, he tried to do a whole bunch of stuff, and it didn't come off great. And so XM Sirius suspended him. He hasn't been on that, he hasn't been on satellite since. So that was the longest suspension without well, a true We had no firing. idea. Nobody he didn't say anything. No, but he hasn't been on since. No. So that's the like the longest suspension in the history of ever. Yeah. So come to see this week, Hank Haney <clears throat> decided to sue the PGA Tour. And he decided to sue them because it's his belief that they intimidated XM to fire him. They intimidated the PGA Tour superstores and and uh, and the local shops for not carrying his book, The Big Miss, back when it came out. And so he says he lost X amount of money on that. So it was basically an embargo against him. And if I had a, if I had a guess on this, I'm gonna, I would say the best object, it would be settled out of court. That's my bet. Just to quiet it. He made his point. Okay, so here's the thing. The PGA Tour can do anything they want. Well, sure. You know, if they want to, if they want to say, "Hey, you know, I could damage our tour. You're a partner of ours, PGA Tour Superstore. I'd prefer you not to carry that that book. Uh-huh. They don't have to carry that book. They don't. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing against the law for that. Um. There's not, Rick. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a and, legal expert. And here's the other side. But if somebody prevents you, if if it's not that the let okay, let's say it's any retail store. Let's say it's it's Borders Books, whatever, and they decide not to carry it for whatever reason. That's one thing. But if if you can be proven that somebody else forced you not to, I think that's a little different. Again, speaking as a total legal layman. Don't know anything about it. I'm just thinking common sense would tell me that. Common sense would tell you there's not. I mean, it's a free it's a free market. If you choose not to carry that book for any reason, you choose not to carry that book. It's just like on this wall somewhere, on this door somewhere in this, we reserve the right to not serve anyone or some, mm-hmm. whatever it says. It, it's my choice. Or it's Union Bear's choice if they don't want to serve somebody. And it's my choice whether for whatever reason I don't want to carry a book, I don't have to carry it. 
not slander. It's not liable. They say, look, that damages our tour. Please don't carry that book. Okay, we won't. Also okay, so dated reference. Case, what's uh, that? I said also dated reference just because I, ha- I laughed a little bit, but uh, Borders has been closed since like 2011. What's the one? <clears throat> there's one by uh, in Southlake. Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. That's one or the other. Begins with a B. I think they bought Borders. That's why Borders is closed. There you go. Well, but thanks it, for that. But the other side of it, too, is so he, he's got a frivolous lawsuit there. But on the other side, but, does, but doesn't a lawyer have to? The lawyer has to take that. So somebody thinks that there's something, or is it just publicity? Or like you said, there's some lawyer who goes in there in contingency. Mm-hmm. First off, if Hank wants to pay for a lawsuit, mm-hmm. a lawyer will take any kind of money. If a lawyer, if right, I mean, uh, not well, a good lawyer. I mean, <laughs> our lawyer Newman well, Newman would look at us and say, "Dude, I'm just going to waste your money." Mm-hmm. And 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 you know. I'll take it if you really, really want me to, but you're not going to win this. But another lawyer who's starving and says, look, it's 300 bucks an hour, and it's going to take me 50 hours to at least build this thing or 500 hours to at least build this thing. You need to give me 150 grand up front to, to fight it. To, you, know, you do that even on contingency? That's not a contingency. I'm saying that, that would just be hiring somebody to do it. Okay. A contingency guy would say, you know what, I'll take it for 35%. Maybe. I don't know the number. And we'll settle. They'll give us fifty grand just to go away, and I'll take my twenty grand or whatever that number is. So, yeah, I, I mean, somebody will take anything, sure. right? I mean, there, there's enough lawyers in the world right now that they all need business. But the other side of it too is, is he's suing for losing his radio show? He lost his radio show because he said something wrong, and then he kept burying himself. If you recall, he didn't. He apologized, but then afterwards he go and then he then he kind of agreed with himself and say, "Yeah, I'm, I, I'm exact, I'm right, I'm right." And then when Ali won, mm-hmm. he went out and yeah, said, he "See, they did pat himself." So that's why, right there, that's why he got fired. Nobody, I mean, you cannot keep him on the air, no matter who you are. So it doesn't matter who told him. Sirius XM is going to look at you know whenever they're on course. Yeah, we couldn't keep him on the air. What would you? What would you do? And so I I don't understand the whole thing, and I understand. I mean, he had he has a nice um, his podcast legacy. going now. Uh-huh. He has a nice legacy. I mean, he yep. is what he is. He was a great teacher. He taught Tiger. The book was a lot of people liked that book and read it, and he was knowledgeable. He's probably got enough money, I would think. God, he hoard himself out to everything for after after Tiger. Mm-hmm. I I don't get it. Well, as as he even said, coaching Tiger was not a monetary deal. That was a marketing deal. Because then it got his name out in the forefront. He got, he got. I mean, every time he turned on the golf channel, there was something he was talking. Yeah, but Rick, right? every flipping year, he he switched to something else. He was with Adams. He was with Cleveland. He was with Nike. He was with who? Uh, TaylorMade. He was with Skechers. He was with whoever it was. I mean, he signed a new contracts every time, and those contracts weren't small, especially right. when he had the TV show on the golf channel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, you know, and he had Barkley. I mean, I, the, people were watching that, and anybody would pay for that. That hat, I mean, he's got money. I'm I'm not worried for him about finances. Yeah, I have a feeling it's either going to slowly die or it'll be settled out of court. It's going to pet him on die. the head. Pet him on that's the head. crazy. I, I that's the one thing about our. It's not a justice system. It's a legal system. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about our legal system that sucks. That he has the opportunity to sue something like that. And I like Hank as a person. Yeah, I, me too. You know, but th- it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Take, your, take your lumps. There has to be a reason, though. There has to be a crazy reason for it, because unless something has been stewing in his mind for so long, he goes, I can't I can't handle this. i got to say something. 
Whatever. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's that's his belief. Let me ask you a question, <clears throat> just hypothetically. Mm-hmm. How many times have you walked in the PGA Tour Superstore and said, I'm looking for a good book? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, I I can't disagree. I can't disagree. That's not the first thing that comes top of mind. Maybe not even the hundredth thing yeah. that comes to mind. So, ah, we'll see. It's interesting, but I guess it's another way to get his name out there. I don't know. All right. Uh, that was brought to you by Arcus Golf. Go to arcusgolf.com. You can get their Players Prime program, and or Players program, and you can get discounted rounds of golf. You get free range balls. You get a free crush burger, and. Uh, it's all good at ArcusGolf.com. All right. We didn't have time to do this. We'll do this next. Maybe the best golf Twitter follow. Maybe. Yeah. Coming up. And uh, we'll get – there is a leaderboard, actually, believe it or not. Is there? Yeah. Next on the ticket. Great folks at Classic BMW Spring Creek Parkway in the Tollway, right down the road, bring you this segment. Check out that new 8 Series, their new flagship. It is wow. Most delightful. That was a tough car to bring back after reviewing it. Uh, let's see. At 8.50, we got some predictions for next year. Everybody has them. Our th- I think ours are more correct. I'm just going to go on that one. And then at 9.10, Craig has a restaurant conundrum. We'll bring on Tanner Fleming. He's the GM here. And uh, bounce this off a restaurant tour. So, see how that goes. But uh, we actually have a leaderboard. It's going to be really quick. They have the... Australian PGA, and they're after one round. Adam Scott is leading that by a shot. So there you go. There you go. There's your leaderboard. That's that's all you Two need. Two more weeks. Two more weeks, and then they start off in Hawaii. I'll be real interested. I'm always interested to see how many champions of 2019 will show up at the Tournament of Champions in uh, Maui. These guys make so much money. It's not a must do anymore and it's guaranteed it's like 60 grand for last place there's no cut i'm thinking given there's like it's had a really good field the last two years better than normal i'm thinking because the way fedex points are and and world ranking points are you you have more people show up than you than you think now because you have guaranteed both right could be could be. But anyway, it, I mean, it's an all-expense-paid trip. And cash. Like you said, it's all-expense-paid trip because you're making sixty grand no matter what. And they take carry. Every time you go into your hotel room, there's there's something looks like Christmas every day. Yeah. So. Well, it's, and you're in Hawaii, for God's sake. It ain't like you're, you know, scrumming it, slumming it. Slumming it. Like, yeah, scrumming. <laughs> you could say scrumming it. That long and detailed leaderboard was brought to you by carsforkids.org. Ah, thank you, Jay. All right, so uh, I like to get on Twitter. I like Twitter more than Facebook just because I kind of use it as a bookmark for things I want to read for later, Uh, people I follow. It's not so much for entertainment. I don't don't get on Facebook very much, and I don't do anything on Instagram. I think I'm out of the demographic. But Twitter I'm on, and there's some pretty good follows on there. One happens to be Max Homa. He was a really good player at at California. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he kind of lost his way a little bit. It shows you how tough it is to go from college to, although Victor Hovland and Matthew Wolf and Colin Markowie would say no. But most guys, it's a big leap. And it took him a while to find his game. And he won last year. 
But he's a great he follow. He won a big one last year. Yeah, he won the Wells Fargo. Yeah. Max Homa. And if you follow him, he, all of a sudden people started sending in their swings. And he's got a – He asked for them. Yeah, he's got a great sense of humor, I think. And uh, You could go from the – you don't even need to edit these. You could start at the top. Okay. And go. I mean, I, there, there's so many of them. I'm sure you've picked out your favorites. But I started looking to say, okay, what do I want to say? And I'm like, well, you could start at the top. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, he's got one guy – you got to see the swings, and and most of these most of these people sent really really good swings. Yeah, you tell they sent their best one. Yeah, like and these guys are good. <laughs> the first one from the cameraman, he goes, "It's a good sign. It's not a good sign when the cameraman is too scared to get within thirty feet of you." Mm-hmm. And then the next one, um, the guy hits and he looks straight down the middle, but he doesn't know where the ball is. <laughs> He says, "Strive to be as optimistic as your initial glance down the middle of the fairway." I mean, it's just so funny. Every one of them, I, I, it, he's very, very funny. I mean, he's just. Well, Eddie Pepperell sent him one. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he's on. Uh, he's on the European tour, and he's he's another good follow. He he doesn't mind saying anything. And Max Hellman replied, "With your rugged good looks and great sense of style, I totally get how you got a girlfriend. But with that lack of rhythm and hip action, I'm not sure how you got to keep her sticking around." <laughs> this guy, there's this probably 18 year old kid. Says my best round is probably better than yours. So Max Homer writes, apparently not, because I have no idea who the hell you are. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy said, you think this swing will allow me to get into the waste management open? He goes, yeah, if you can afford the pro am on Wednesday. Here, early Christmas present for you. You're welcome. This guy hits the ball. It's just not a great swing. And <laughs> Max Homer, thank God I celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every one of them is just. Funny. Yeah, if your scores were as low as your hands, and God, this guy's swing is like he starts it like, below his knees. It looks like I think he'd be top ten in the world. So, and he's and the one he had, he guy went to a bachelor party. He's having his bachelor party. He goes, "Hey, check out my swing. This is my bachelor party." And he goes, "I hope your uh, hope your marriage lasts longer than your backswing." So here's a guy right here. He's in a simulator, and he's dressed in a black t-shirt and black gym shorts and he says max what do you think should i buy these clubs or not and max goes you sure you can afford them i only ask because i watched the bachelor in paradise paradise not to brag and didn't see a single person pay for those drinks you made (laughs) (laughs) he's not bad get a lot of hockey players i don't i'm not familiar with this guy eric trangati plays for let me see who he plays for he plays, doesn't say. It's just professional hockey. I'm sure somebody will tweet us with it. He goes, I know most hockey players are lefties, but I don't think you should be. <laughs> yeah, maybe some of these are better when you read them. Or watching the swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, one another guy said, um, don't waste money on buying extra golf balls. Hard to lose any when they only go three inches. He just, he just topped it off the yeah. tee. Yeah, this, so anyway. This he's, one, I'll look this last one because I like it. Hey, Max, think we'll be seeing this swing at the Waste Management Open in 2020. This guy's, like, really grinding. goes, yeah, you can afford, if you can afford a spot in the Wednesday Pro-Am. I said that about five of them ago. Yeah, thanks for coming. Did he really? Yeah. But that's okay. Well, F. Come on, play with me. You're doing good. All right, so hey, check him out. Max Homa. He's, again, when you're reading him, they're actually pretty good. <laughs> kind of tough to translate over the air, which we just found out. Um 
But anyway, what's the last one you read so I can read it again? No, thank you. <laughs> Some of these swings, though, I, I mean, it's worth looking at for sure. Yeah, and but it, but it does show you most of these are when you look at a pro and you look at an amateur. I think most of it comes down to just tempo. Yeah, everybody swing. Every it seems like most amateurs swing way faster. They they have a ratio. They said it's the golden rule. When Tiger was playing, when he was shooting lights out in 2000, it's a 22 to 7 ratio. It's 22 frames back, 7 frames downswing. Yeah. And you can see most of these guys are like, I don't know, 10 and 2. You know, it's crazy. Have you ever noticed, too, the difference in, I mean, I'm looking at all the golf courses they're all hitting off of. Mm -hmm. The different level of grasses and the greenery and the... It's actually kind of neat. Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there. And I don't mind getting kicked in the nuts either. That's half the good part. Yeah. Anyway, it's 845 on the ticket. T-Box out at the greatness of Union Bear Brewery today. It's in Plano on the southeast corner of uh, the Tollway and 121. They have a marvelous menu. They're going to have a, uh, a Brew Year's Eve. You know they can their own beer, that beer right next to you. They can their own. Really? Yeah, you can take a, it home with you. That's big like a Foster's. That is a huge one. Yeah, it's called a Crowler, 32 ounces. Should have you shoot one of those on the Not on the, Why not? Come on. All right. It's uh, 845. That was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. And up next, up next, fearless predictions for 2020. Your DFW Mercedes dealers and the PJ Superstores. Bring you this segment. We broadcast from Union Bear Brewery in Plano today, southeast corner of 121 and the tollway. And uh, I would say you want to maybe celebrate New Year's Eve here. Brew Year's Eve. Special menu. Premier photo booth. Reverse happy hour starts at 9 o'clock. I'm thinking if you wanted to come watch the SMU Mustangs in a bowl game, uh-huh. it might be a good place to watch it would be today. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, very good. We'll have Tanner Fleming. He's the GM here. He'll, we'll put him on at 910. Craig wanted to ask him a question that something a restaurateur hap- might face. Something happened next to me at lunch a couple days ago. I'm thinking, huh, really? Now, before we put him on at 910, did the, uh, re- the owner or the management there do something? I'll let you know. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. At what happened, and see what Tanner would do. All right, we'll put him on. We'll put him on notice out here at Union Bear Brewery. All right, so uh, this is the time of year where there's not a whole lot going on in golf. Everybody's the, the, the tour finally takes some time off. It's you know if you wanted to play like Byung Un, you can play uh, I don't know 35 tournaments. Sung J M. Yeah, Sung J M. Played yeah. more than anybody else last year. Yeah, he's crazy, but he's 20, 21. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, he can do it. Um, and now a President's Cup. Yeah. Well, um, I think you get into the Masters just because you're on the President's Cup team. Pretty sure about that. I think I think you're right. Yeah. So he didn't win, but he's going to make it now. And he did really well, too. He, he was did. One of, he was one of the international's best players. So we figured we'd come up with our own predictions for uh, 2020 because, yeah, you know, if you throw it out there and they work, you'll pat your pat yourself on the back. If they don't, nobody will remember. So you want to start? All right, my number one prediction. Mm. A little, bit a little background music, Jake. Lengthy one. Mm. <clears throat> I think that 
Patrick Reed, the image of Patrick Reed's going to get worse. Okay. That he's going to face some really ornery fans and hostile fans as it goes along, and he's going to feed off of it. And he's going to play really well until some point he loses it and gets suspended. Hmm. Well, he already had his caddy suspended. I don't know for how long. They just kicked him out for that la- final right. round of the President's Cup. But but the tour owns a President's Cup, so they can do whatever they want. True. But I, I think he he's that kind of guy who I think the evil guy, he's going to feed off of it for a while. He's got enough guys on tour that don't like him as it is. But I think he's going to get to a certain point that one person's going to he's going to have a bad day, kind of like Happy Gilmore did at Pebble Beach Pro-Am. <laughs> and either go after Bob Barker or go after a fan or go after a rules official. And it's going to it's going to be bad. Yeah, I can't disagree with that, although I kind of like having a bad boy on tour. You know, a guy you you love to root against. Yeah. Whatever that is, I mean, that's that's one of the issues with I think the PGA Tours, outside of maybe a, a couple of players, most everybody's kind of vanilla. Yeah, and they're kind of they're they're very politically correct. They don't want to do they want to cause any waves, and after a while, you kind of it. I don't know if you do this when you're watching a a, a game that you really don't have a dog in the hunt, but at some point something's going to trigger. I think I'll root for this team for whatever reason. Sometimes you don't even know. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm root. So, and that's the problem I have with the PGA Tour. Is I unless I'm betting on them in our right. fantasy, I don't really have a dog in the hunt. The price is wrong, bitch. Exactly. And I and I, I cannot like when we picked our DraftKings for the Presidents Cup. Huh? I couldn't pick Patrick Reed. I don't care how good he was. If he was free, I wouldn't have taken him. I, I there's something about picking the person that you really want to root for too. And we root for our DraftKings teams. And what was my retort? Where you're gonna turn down the money? Yeah, it was your. You bought. You put them on your team. So I did. So, but I didn't we have split to, it. Yes, but I didn't. Have Would to, you have taken? So, so in your case, you shouldn't have taken the money at a principal. Yeah, but that was your choice. I mean, you're my partner, and that was your choice. But my choice is I can't do it. I can't do it. I won't pick him one time on DraftKings next year. I believe all the players. Somebody's gonna win in their first major next year, and I think above and beyond anybody, it's gonna be John Rom. So that was. That was prediction number two for me. Mm-hmm. John Rahm, I think, is going to be number one player in the world at some point next year. I think he. I think he's third in the world right now. I thought he's fourth. But third or fourth? Yeah. Uh, might be the most under the radar last half of the year. Man, that guy was money. Yeah. He was winning everything. Or if he wasn't, he was coming in top five, top three, runner up. Yep. And I don't think there's anything disagreeable. But, yeah, he's a little, little hot-tempered. Yep. But I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. You know, he can be a little petulant. I don't think it'll be. He doesn't break the rules. Not that we know of, no. Yeah. Yeah, not that we know of. All right. Oh, I kind of, that was kind of mine also. So why don't you, I had number two one. All right. I think this will be the last year Trinity Forest hosts the Nelson. That was my number five. I do too, and this is. We'll talk about that at nine thirty. Okay, we'll save that. Yeah, we'll tell you why we think that. But yeah, all right. I do think Ty us Jordan is going to get a win. It won't be a major. Okay, here's my prediction on Jordan. Jordan will be back in full force 
but it won't be next year. Hmm. Are you going to pick a year? Or is I this going to be open? I think he's got just... another year to work things out, figure things out, do what he needs to do, find out how marriage is, kind of get his feet under him for a little bit more, fix the driver. I think he needs another year, but I think in a year he'll be back in full force. This is what he needs. He needs that figure out how to hit the ball straight. Yeah. Because he's second, he was he had his best year putting this year. Best. Came in second. Strokes gained putting. He was off the charts horrible and everything else. 176 in fairways hit. Um, up in the high 100s on greens and reg. I mean, just. And he doesn't hit it long enough to overcome that. Nope. He's playing, as they would say, when he's when he's out of sorts, when he's, when he's playing military golf, left, right, left, right, he's playing a tougher course than everybody else. Yep. Yep. And he doesn't have the firepower think, to do that. And I think he's got another year to figure it out. But mm. I think in, in 2021, he'll be rock steady. All right. I think of the three new guns, and I think these guys are at the top of the list, Colin Morikawa, uh, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hoblin. I had a tough time picking who I thought would have the better year. I think last year Colin did, I think. Well, he didn't miss a cut. Yeah. And he, he won. And he yeah. won. So did Matthew Wolf. Victor Hovland did not. No. I think he's the best, though. That's what a lot of people think. Yeah. I, again, I like Matthew Wolf, but it's hard for me to think that that swing's going to hold up. Now, it does for, for Jim Furyk, and he's long. But even as long some, as of the, even some of the the expert swing an, analysts. Yeah, you got that right. Um, <laughs> Teetering. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of them even say, man, I'm not sure how he can how he can keep that up. Whether it's his body or whether it's the swing, so I I'm good. I would go with Victor Hovland, but Colin Morikawa's Morikawa's not a bad choice. No, he's he's steady Eddie man. Um, okay, so this year you have three people, as you did last year, three people have a chance to win their career Grand Slam. Mickelson at Wingfoot, McElroy at Augusta, and Spieth. He needs the PGA, and it's at Harding Park this year. Mm-hmm. Spieth came in third last year in the PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, Backdoored it a little bit. But. Well, you know, that's what McElroy typically does. Man, I'd love to root for McElroy at Augusta, but I I think I'd want Mickelson at Wingfoot. Okay, here's my last prediction, and this is a bold one. This is You want to talk about predictions out there? <clears throat> Roy McElroy at some point will lead every single major. Even after one hole? And not win. Hmm. Here's what I hope. So I check out this uh, Ben Everill. He's the one of the, he's an Aussie. He's a PGA Tour writer, and I I kind of like this. And he thinks the chance for a career Grand Slam, somebody will be leading with nine holes to go. I can't imagine it'd be Mickelson. God, he's played so bad since he won last year. Isn't that crazy? Um. And I, I can't imagine it's going to be Jordan yet. I'm not willing to give up on him. I just think he needs another year. But Rory, to me, see, we, we, we talked about John Rahm being, you mm-hmm. know, the next, yeah. to me, the next number one player in the world. I think most talented guy in the world is Rory. There's no I doubt. Just, and I just think he's got a little bit of Greg Norman in him. He's just got a little bit of that. Not like Dustin Johnson has where he's going to, you know, he's, Dustin Johnson has a little bit of Al Bundy in him, right? He's just yeah. going to find a way to mess it up. I just think Rory's just going to 
do something every time. They just, I, but I think he's going to lead every major this year. There's a reason there's less than ten players that have a career Grand Slam. Yeah. Because when you have that last one, and it's nagging at you, and you know, Roy, and Rory hasn't won a major in what five years. No. So and when he has to point. Sam. When he has to point to. Um, Boy, that played April, the wrong one. That's okay. April every year. When that's when all anybody's talking about. They don't care yep. about the British Open. They don't care about the U.S. Open. They don't care about the PGA. They want him to win at, at Augusta. And there's always a ton of pressure already. And I think that's the part. I think that's as hard for him to win as somebody shooting a 59 because it gets in your head. And yeah. got, if he's leading going into the last round, uh, they're looking for ways. to. How is he going to blow this one? Yeah. And that's that's a bad way going into a tournament. So I, I'm rooting for You know. All three of those guys would be great to get a career Grand Slam, but I, I sentimentally I'm rooting for Mickelson because he's the oldest. These other guys have a lot of time. Yeah, but I just especially Wingfoot the, the way he blew it the last time. The way he's been playing, I don't. I mean, I, well, just I didn't don't think he win it. I didn't think he win the AT and T. He was playing well going up to that. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, hmm. I, I think you picked him that week. Did I? Yes. Hmm. All right. So yeah, selective I mean, amnesia. Could, yeah, on you my can part. see it, but since then he's been just terrible. I mean, really, really bad, so I don't know. All right, so those are our, our lukewarm predictions. Um, 9.30 again, we'll talk about the Nelson coming up because I think this might be their swan song at uh, Trinity Forest, but we'll give you some reasons why. But up next. And we know nothing. Yes. Just so you know, we know These nothing. These are hunches. These are hunches that we'll, we will boldly stand on for, till, uh, till May. Yep. Uh, up next, why don't you uh, tease us. So I was in a restaurant having lunch by myself. Mm-hmm. Which you usually do. And I'm observing the people next to me. And they did something that startled me. And I wonder how a restaurateur would handle it because I didn't see their bill. Interesting. All right. We'll talk to Tanner Fleming. He's the GM out here at Union Bear Brewery next on the ticket. What the heck's going on back there? Promos, bumps, they're all the same thing. What song was that? I know that was a Leonard Skinner song. Who was singing it? This is John Mayer singing it. Oh, wow. It's branching out. Hey, it's 913 on the ticket. You got the tee box. Rick and Craig out here at Union Bear Brewery. It's on the southeast corner of the tollway in 121. Awesome menu. Maybe the best homemade beef jerky you'll ever get. Right here. Right here, right now. And uh, we always usually get the brunch menu, which is always good, too. That's what this is right here. Good. Yeah. Always good stuff. So check it out. Also, you can uh, you can get your own beer here canned. Get a crowler. It's a 32 ouncer. I wanted Craig to shoot one, but uh, he says he's not up to it. No, sorry. I got drunk on the air last week. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you were happy. <laughs> You were happy. Hey, first we get to, uh, before we get to Tanner Fleming, let's get to uh, the weather because it is sponsored. Jay? DNM Leasing. Yes, and also IdealGolfer.com. And the weather is going to be, I mean, if you're into winter and Christmas and everything, you're going to be sadly uh, sadly disappointed, I have a feeling. It's going to be 53 today in rain, 58 tomorrow. Then it's going to be in the mid to high 60s. What's it going to be in Phoenix next week while I'll be running a junior event? Don't know. Uh, 64, 67, 69, 63, 67. So Christmas Day is going to be almost 70. And then I'm going to the Winter Classic, the outdoor hockey 
Yeah. On New Year's Day, 55. That's about as warm as I want it. I'd like to have it in the low 50s. No rain, though. But we'll see how that goes. They, yeah, they had one in uh, Los Angeles, and they didn't ruin the ice out there. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, 9.30, we'll tell you what our thoughts are on the Nelson coming up for next year. But first, Craig wanted to put on the GM and operating uh, operating partner, operating GM. partner and GM head bottle washer of uh, 33 restaurants or, or this place. Of you're gonna bear. All right, very. You're good. gonna be in charge. You're gonna do everything, right? Yeah. That's How often right. you get in the kitchen and cook? Uh, time to time. The times More we don't want to be here, right? And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my dilemma, and I thought this All would right. be fun since <clears throat> this is your second time ever on radio. Yes. The last time was the last time we had you on? Yes, sir. Okay, you didn't, you didn't screw up, so that's good. <laughs> so, I, it's 2.30 and I'm having lunch. And I, I eat late, so my choices of restaurants are usually limited. So, I usually sit at the bar and I go to the bar. some A place very similar to Union Bear. By our office. And in comes a couple. And the... Obviously, the guy's trying to impress, right? He's loud. He's ordering drinks I've never heard of before. And one of those guys, right? And that's going to impress a chick. Won't impress me. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to impress me. No, I'm saying, I don't, I don't see that behavior could, impressing could a chick. Could impress some no. tri- chicks. I don't know. Or tricks. <laughs> Usually, you see their eyes rolling. When uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, the date's not going well. So... The menu comes, he, he gets the menu, and he looks at it, and they've got a big special on the front. It's a big fish dish with crab and stuff on top of it. And he looks at the server and says, how's the, how's the special? She goes, it's really good. So okay, I'll have it. So time comes, he's had a couple drinks. Meals come, and he takes a bite of the, of the special, and he goes... You know, I don't like it. I'm going to have chicken strips and fries and something else. <laughs> and he pushes it away. So surfaces, what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. I don't like it. I just want something else. Give me something else. So the bar manager comes up and says, are you, you know, is there anything wrong? Did, you know, is there something wrong? He goes, no, I just didn't like it. I want something else. So... As I'm watching this, there's it's clear to me he doesn't expect to pay for that. Right. I yeah. clearly doesn't expect to pay for that. You make a there's nothing wrong with that. And he said he said to one point, you know what? I thought I'd give it a shot. I'm I really am not a big fish guy, but I figured I'd give it a shot because you're special. I just don't like it. I want something else. So is that fish dish on his bill? No, unfortunately, it's not. You know, those kind of things happen. Um, you you know, you're going to keep an eye on that guy from now on when he comes in. If he's doing it every time he comes in, we're going to probably have to talk. But, unfortunately, that's just kind of the name of the game, especially in service. You know, you want to take care of them. Um, you're watching right next to it. His date is obviously not going to go out with him again. But she <laughs> will dictate where the next you know, guy takes her. And so, you know, you do the right thing. Sometimes that's just, you know, built so, into the, the cost of running a restaurant. So the the right thing is to just give him a free pass. Yeah. You just take it, take it, throw it in the trash, get him his really? chicken strips. And, All see, right. N- see, now that surprises me you even asked him that. 
because you're the king of the customer's always right. I'm sorry. In my mind, no. If I, if there's I, times when people call us up and, and it's the most ludicrous thing yes. in the world, and you go, just take care of it. Just make them happy. It's it's never it's never blatant where they nobody's ever come in played around the golf off of ideal golfer, gone and played cowboys, uh-huh. come back and said, you know what? I didn't like it. I want my money back. Well, he didn't eat, even eat the whole thing. Let's say he played two or three holes, and he goes, "You know what? This is just not." Oh, if that's if that happens, which very rarely happens, if he comes, hey, it was going to be a nine-hour round. It was going to be this. It's going to be that. Yes, I'll I'll credit them. Yeah. Um, but if if they play the whole eighteen holes, or they play the but he whatever. didn't. He didn't. He didn't eat it, did he? He took a couple bites. Says, "I don't like it. Give me something else." Yeah, but isn't that on the customer at that point? So that does play off, you know. I mean, in seriously. Everybody's all right, um, let me just ask you, Rick. We're sitting here at Union Bear, mm-hmm. and you look at it, and they have sweetbreads on the menu, right? And you look, you know, I never had sweetbreads. I don't think I, you know, Google it. I'll give it a shot, and mm-hmm. you order them, and you say, "Oh my God, I cannot eat this. this. is awful." In your mind, didn't you make that conscientious choice to order something that may not be something you like? Yeah, Isn't I'd write that it on off. you. Yeah, I would write it yes. off. Yes. Well. Again, you're talking about a coherent customer. You're not talking about a guy where it's all about me. There's a yeah, difference. Yeah, I'm going to have to box it up and play yeah. it off. And there's and there's people that do that every day. Um, one thing I'm I'm really big on, you know, if you get something in here and you don't, it just doesn't fit your fancy, right? I'm going to take care of it just because I want to get the right thing in front of you. Right. You know, we have people all the time that will just send a dish back. For whatever reason, you know, and they, you know, barely tried it or, or whatever, and they just, it wasn't for them. Um, but they didn't eat the whole thing, and they, they said, you know, I really thing. didn't like that. The thing that bugs is when they don't that? get anything else. What's this? Oh, yeah, that's our uh, our Mexican coffee on the brunch cocktails. Oh, dear. So you Lord. got, like, some chocolate, Mexican chocolate liqueur, cold brew coffee. That looks pretty scrumptious. It's good. All right. Cheers, mate. So, like, th- this is the example. You order that because it sounds really good. You get it, and you're like, that's just too sweet Oh, that's me. awful. I, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to get you something else. The, the thing is when somebody doesn't want anything else and they're just sitting there, you know, just well, kind of – because they, maybe they wanted to go somewhere else. Okay, and so, being, so, so I'm going to get them something. Isn't it the way the, the, cre- the customer acts, too? If the guy sat there and didn't eat it, you'd say, hey, what's wrong? Now I thought I'd like fish. I didn't. Eat. Well, let me get you something else. It's just a different way. He, he yeah. I mean, this guy made a spectacle out of himself, and I'm like, really? But that's what happens in golf courses too. Guys make spectacles out of themselves, and they don't. They go in and complain about something. The GM goes, "Hey, come on over here. Let's talk about this." Nope, I want to scream and yell and make a big scene right here, and every GM capitulates, every single one. And I'm telling you, in the restaurant business, any type of you're just going to take care of it because it's just easier. Now, I've, I've been to the point where somebody says he is they're just so unreasonable, and you know they just woke up in that morning to pick a fight. And they'll say, okay. Um, and I'll say, no, we can't, we can't help you with this one. And they said, great, I'm just going to tell all my friends. And they were just a horse's ass. I said, you know what? I don't think I want your friends either. Because right. if they have you, that, you know, there business, is that element somewhere, so somehow. Because this actually happened. We brought this up a few years ago. Something happened like this. So let's say that guy ordered right. the fish dish, right? And he said, no, nope, I don't want it. I want chicken strips and fries and whatever. And he said, okay. 
What's wrong with nothing? He goes, by the way, if you're not going to do anything with that, go ahead and box that up. I'm going to give that to my sister. I think she likes fish. You charge him for that now? Still probably not. Here's the thing. And all, the whole deal is when you're – when you try to weed through, and, and our company as a whole, when we try to weed through and pick out bad guests, you might be picking out a really good guest and just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always preach, and, and as a company, we always preach that, like, you don't know kind of what the guy's going through. That day. Yeah, he's sitting there with a girl, and he's being a, a, a douche, whatever, you know. Um, there's sometimes easier there, it, yeah, it is easier to capitulate, but at the same time, it's it's also, again, when I do the right thing and you're sitting there going, man, if if he'll do that for this guy, if I have a legitimate problem, he's going to hit a home run. Like, a guy acts like that, I'm going to take care of that dish. But if something really happens on your table that I'm like, we messed that up, it's, it's an and one philosophy. So if I'm just going to take care of this guy for being that way, you're not only just going to take care you, of me, you're you, going to delight the hell yeah, out of me. I'm, yeah, I'm a winning guest. <clears throat> Anytime there's something wrong, there's an opportunity in our business to win someone yep. for life. Yep. And so when you are trying to weed through the bad ones, you can leave yourself open to missing the good ones that might just be having a bad day. Fair enough. And so that's kind of why we build that into our, our business model. We have a comp line that we know. You know okay, so this guy it. comes in the second time. This time he orders the pork chop. By the way, you have a good pork chop here, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I had it. I had the pork chop. Okay. And he says the same thing. Not good. Give me the chicken strips. Now what? I, I might rib him a little on that one and just be like, hey, man. From now on, let's just get you chicken strips yeah. and get Because <laughs> exactly. I just want to make you happy. Dude. I think it might also say something to how well your chicken strips are. I know. It's like uh, you can ask uh, Mr. Tony Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have really good chicken strips. So, But, you know, when we have so many great guests come in, spending a bunch of time. And young managers, you're always having to pull them in the office because they're hot because somebody yep. did something like that. And it's like, let it go. Because now you got to go out there and find the really good guests we, that we, are here all the time. So to wow. your point, when we started Ideal Golfer, which was exactly nine years ago? 2010, uh, yeah. November. And I, I elevated one of my employees who's a really, really good employee to run the entire non-sales part of Ideal Golfer. And she took all the customers. And I said, look, we're, we're taking the Nordstrom's model. Mm-hmm. Whatever they complain about, just take, make them happy. I don't care what it is. And I remember, because Rick would come in, because if there was a complaint from a golf course, Rick would get the complaint from that. Hey, this guy wanted this, or this guy did this, or this guy, you know, brought a meal from Union Bear with him on the golf course and can't really do We're that. We're all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and some growlers. Um, and some- and, um, and uh, I, I will never forget, they would always stand at my door, and she'd be with her, with her arms crossed. And, this guy was such a jerk. And, I know what you're going to say, but, and just, you know, stomping her foot. I know what you're going to say, but I just wanted you to hear what he did. And I'd just sit there and listen to her. Yeah. And I'd look at her. You want me to give him his money back, don't you? I said, yeah. <sighs> Dang it. But well, because their but, reaction is coming from a true place. But they're I will, trying to protect the business, and they're like, I you will know. tell you that there are bad apples because yeah. we, we fired some customers. Because they would constantly, it was, there was a guy in Atlanta, I can say this because we have, where I, we're in our deal in Atlanta, 
and he'd play every round, and he'd go play when Club Corp was doing their Club Corp stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd play the course, and then he'd say, yeah, something was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I want my cre- I want credit back. Well, you played the course, right? Yep, but uh, I didn't like it, whatever. But every time Club Corp was up, he'd buy all the Club Corps. I mean, they had just bought 15 courses out there. He'd buy every single one of them that went up on Ideal every time. And then he'd complain when back, and finally... <clears throat> We just said, you know what, we're gonna. This will be your last round with Ideal, and uh, and we've had to do that. You have to like, and you're nice about it, and you're like, look, friend, it doesn't seem like we're gonna be able to make you. Happy. Well, I just exactly. we can't. We're not making any money. We're paying Club Corp. Yeah. And now every time we gotta give you your money back, it costs me money every time. I just can't do it anymore. So we're just gonna invite you not to be a customer anymore. Right. I think when in doubt, that's the reason. That's what I'm asking. I'm curious why you, you asked him this because you just. You because just I validated just, what you I'm were not, just doing. I'm not describing on the air how blatant it was. I mean, just, it was so... Well, because, here's the other thing, too, for, for on Tanner's side. If somebody's being that demonstrative, you want to placate them. You don't want to escalate it. Right. There's only three of us in the entire restaurant. Doesn't matter. It's 2.30. It's me and these two people. Doesn't matter. Nobody else is there. Doesn't matter. Nobody. It's two forty-five. Well, you noticed it. So if he didn't, if he didn't capitulate and said he's a horse's ass and he kicked him out, what does that prove? I take solace in knowing that this this date that he has is planning to jerk the ripcord on this date and get away as soon as possible. And this guy thinks that he's impressing someone. I used to, as a server back when I was younger, you'd have a guy on a date and he'd treat you like crap just because mm-hmm. he's trying to you know play big man didn't realize so, that's the exact opposite thing i would do. just abandon her and be all in his hey buddy can i get you another mm-hmm. drink hey man hey friend you know and just really and he'd just it drive him nuts because he couldn't get to me so if you if they can't get to you it's like uh i'm unfulfilled i'm gonna go somewhere else where i can you know start a fight or something and, okay that's the know. nature of the beast in retail yeah you yeah. know that I mean, I mean, look, what kind of I, person takes a, a snow tire back to Nordstrom? Yeah, I heard those stories. Like they'll take mm-hmm. a snow tire; they don't even stock them. You know, you got to be a certain kind of person, and there's not that many of those. So if you the can good just outweighs get the those bad. out of your face, yeah, the, the, the people the you take ones. care of that are legit, yeah, far outweigh the the few that are jerks. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that this one. It's the be like water philosophy. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just gonna flow around you, yep. man, because if I let Path you of least get resistance. To me, because what will happen yeah. when managers start doing that and start, like, policing every situation, they turn into a cop. Yep. And then you catch them with a really good guest questioning, and I'm over there going, no, like, no. what are you doing? Yeah. And, and so, it's not worth it. Yeah. The cost benefit, it's, it's not worth going after one customer unless, unless they're, like, like Tanner said, they're habitual. And just like the guy in Atlanta, at some point, this is the way he's going to be, and then we, you have to make a business decision if it's worth keeping him around or not. Bitch. Yep. And we didn't. Sometimes those guys will run off. So also, you're good. He one Scott says the reason the girl's not going to go back out with him is not because he sent the fish back. It's because its second choice was something a six-year-old would order. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> hey man, there's nothing wrong with a good chicken strip. <laughs> this is true. All right, thanks, Tanner. Yeah, you're I'm in your I'm in your corner, buddy. Thanks, All right, so guys. question. So since the last month, is there anything new on the menu from the last time I was here? Um, we. Are about to put some new stuff out. We we've got a, a little menu change up coming in the next week or so. What's the one highlight where you go, wow, people are going to really like this one? 
Someone you looked at and say, wow, look at that. Um, as far as on the cocktail list, um, we've got a couple of, of surprises up okay. our, our sleeves. Better yeah. than the Mexican coffee? Man, that thing's pretty good, but I, I would really say good. I'm, I'm good for about one of those, and then I'm like, I need something, something whiskey. Um, we do have our new uh, lineup from the, the Buffalo Trace Distillery and all the Pappy Van Winkle is about to be here. Um, we, we brought in a barrel of Weller Foolproof uh, that we picked, hand-selected. So, okay, yeah, just more whiskey, right. more beer. You're Any hot time. bitches? Thank you, Tanner Fleming. <laughs> GM and operating partner here at Union Bear Brewery. All right, up next, we get this question a lot. I don't even need breakfast anymore. What is going to happen with the Nelson? I, we'll tell you what we think is going to happen next. This is crazy. An outdoor hockey game in Texas? That's the most ticket idea we've heard in a while. Wednesday, January 1st at the Cotton Bowl. It's the NHL's Winter Classic. The stars take on the Predators on an outdoor frozen pond. Shake off your hangover and hang out with us starting at 9 a.m. as we broadcast live from the Fan Festival. Our special Winter Classic pregame show with Owen Newkirk and Bruce Levine is at 11. Face off at 12.30 from the station that's as cool as ice in Texas. Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Tick. You to hang. I know you. All right, you go to, we just talked about idealgolfer.com. Many people enjoy it. Many people take advantage of it because it's always half off, at least half off. And right now we have so many options to deal with in the Dallas area. We have Cowboys for mere $99, good any day. Fossil Creek, $29.75, I believe. Uh, Links at Land's End is a stay and play with unlimited golf. For 99 bucks, Stay and play. You play unlimited golf for two days. And then the greatness of Wolf Dancer down in Hill Country. One of my favorite tell you that, It's a pretty darn good uh, lineup right now. If, yeah. you wa- <coughs> if you wanted to buy something that was really, really cool for somebody as a gift, getting Cowboys, getting them a stay play at Lynx at Land's End, getting them a, a round of golf at uh, Wolf Dancer, which by, I think it's your favorite course in, Just in the about. state, right? Yep. And then there's another rock star one coming up Monday. Oh, yeah. I mean, only once a year it comes out and you go, hmm. You could delight the heck out of one of your favorite golfers by saying, hey, look, I'm going to take you golfing for a week. We're going to go to Cowboys. We're going to go to Wolf Dancer. We're going to stay at Langs and Lands End. Play and Fossil Creek. Play Fossil Creek. And then Friday we're going to do this special one that comes up on Monday. Mm-hmm. That's a five-star round of weekly golf. You know what? No matter how you spin your dreidel, if it comes up ideal golfer, you win. Is that how that works? That was so bad. (laughs) That was so bad. That might be the worst. I'm half Jewish. I don't care if you're half anything. Isn't that true? full bad. Isn't that true? What? When you spin the dreidel, you get a prize, right? Or something like that? If you... (sighs) Just go to idealgolfer.com. Just trust us. It's worth it. Hey, by the way, so there's a um, investor at Union Bear who wanted a shout-out. His name's Scott Ferguson. Okay. So here's the thing. Scott, you're an investor at Union Bear, which means you, you probably do some other things. If you want a weekly shout-out, we can market your other companies on T-Box. That is true. And so you We're just need to go to uh, uh, Rick at myavidgolfer.com, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll mention Scott Ferguson's businesses every flipping time. Yeah, no kidding. Well, this is 
This is awesome. So there's that. Yeah. It'd be tough driving. What's your favorite so far? Belly. Well, I've had this cornbread. It's it's to die for. The fish and chips are awesome. I haven't checked out the what's that on the right there? Nachos. Carnitas. Carnitas, and then the waffle, the sweet potato waffle fries. Oh. So, uh, how is that, Kern? I mean, Kurt Killer. Wait for me. Food in my mouth. Is that, soda, is that soda acceptable? It is today. Today it is. It's delicious. So I did something kind of Rick with a P, but I just said, you know what? If Tanner says their chicken fingers are that good, I said, bring us out some chicken fingers. <laughs> so they're. <laughs> You're the guy that he should have thrown out. <laughs> being Scott Ferguson. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I don't know about Scott Ferguson, but you're being, you're being the guy we just talked about for 15 minutes. <laughs> Eh, it's Hanukkah. What the heck? Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm not out. I'm not on next week. This is my last show of the year. We'll mix with Country Force and talk to you about something that's up on Norm's show for bid that Eli and I saw a couple weeks ago. Pretty special. We'll talk about that at 9.50. Um, but a lot of people have been asking about the, the Nelson. What's happening to it? Is it going to go away? Are they going to change a date and change a venue? What's happening? We, we miss it. Um, so we don't have official have, inside info. I'll have I have some some items to say what's going on. Uh huh. And you tell me what they all add up to. Okay. Okay. First off, when you look at, and I and I want to preface this by saying this: if you want to move the Nelson away from Trinity Forest, it's not because of the golf course. Okay. The golf course is good. Yes. The facility is good. Yes. The infrastructure around the golf course, less than than optimal. We'll just say that. So getting down there, find a place to park, find other – even afterwards, go to eat. I mean, at the Nelson here, you could always go to Cool River. You could always go to wherever else there was in Irving. There, you got nothing. Right. Agreed. So it has nothing to do with the golf course. The golf course rocks, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. I do. I like it. Um, <laughs> however, when you look at <laughs> it, it's very clear that the world that matters hasn't embraced that event down mm-hmm. there. The players you had, you know, you always talked about strength of field. And the strength of field was really low this year. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for Brooks Kepka, it would have been devastatingly low. Yep. And he showed up because he likes to play the I think it was at 219, something like that. Which was the lowest of the non if you take alternate events. Yes. So you're really low. On top of that It's a week before the PGA. They the money that was raised for the salesmanship club mm-hmm. was the lowest I'd ever seen it. Yeah. Now they didn't posture it that way right they mm-hmm. kind of said hey we made three point something million i think it was 3.7 million i think i'm i'm shooting from the hip there but i remember it was in the sevens and eights when it was at the nelson when it was at the uh las colinas mm-hmm. and then now it's a 3.8 i'm not even sure they can afford to keep the school open for that i don't know what it cost but right. you're taking a big hit mm-hmm. so you have those things going on right now right there that then you also have on top of that Mr. Stevenson, who's the CEO of AT&T. Randall kind of, Stevenson. Who was the kind of the baby, you know, the, the guy who 
decided to put this together is retiring. Mm -hmm. So he's gone. They and they already sponsored the one at Pebble. And they already sponsored the one at Pebble. And so then they have, on top of that, I'm at the Four Seasons for their little Park Place event there, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to yeah, the supercar one showcase. of the higher-ups. And I said, it's a shame that the Nelson would never be here again. And he goes, who said that? And he said that to me. I said, what do you mean? I said, well, I heard it was just a really bad deal for you guys. You never do it. He goes, oh, no. For the right deal, we'll do anything. Sure. And we would do that again if it was the right deal, but it would have to be the right deal for us. Right. So on that Park Place, that Park Place deal, they enter just the way they enter through the Byron Nelson. On the Byron uh -huh. Nelson. The entrance, uh-huh. That land was owned by the Salesmanship Club. And I say was owned because they had it for sale. Mm -hmm. Figuring they didn't need it anymore, right? Right. And it was sold. And then they reneged on the sale. And they pulled back. Okay. And they're keeping the land now. Yep. That's a pretty All good right. indicator. So what are you keeping the land for, Salesmanship Club? I mean, if we had a direct sp spokesman, I'm not sure they'd give us a direct answer because they have to embrace where they are today, and I, I understand that. But signs do point to it not staying down there if they can't get the money that they need to get to. I mean, How about it's, this? A charitable, it's a charity that does really, really good work, but they need X amount of money to keep that school going. How right? about this? As much as we love just about every course in the in the Metroplex, if it's not going to be a Trinity Forest, I don't know of another venue that could, with all the amenities that the Four Seasons has, that could compete against it. No, and, and the other thing, too, is, it, you know, they complained when they left it. The, some of the guys who were real important players on tour uh -huh. complained about it moving. Yeah. Dustin Johnson, Matt mm -hmm. Kuchar, mm -hmm. um, Jason Day. Great place to bring your family. They didn't have families back in the day when right. it was bad. So they so you had those guys, and then you had the guys who were older, who the kids were grown. Yep. And now you have that, that tier that, like, hey, we can drop our kids off at the kids' club and hang out at the pool, or my wife can hang out at the pool while I go play golf and come back and meet her for a drink afterwards and then go pick the kids up later. This place rocks. I don't mm -hmm. even need a car. Yep. You can donate me anything you want to me, but I don't need it. Mm -hmm. I, it's it's a perfect storm right now for it to go back. That's I what think. I'm thinking. I'm thinking this will – that's why I think this will be the last year. I think so. Now, they're still under contract. You know what? Contracts can be amended, especially if both parties agree and both parties are, are made whole for whatever reason. You know, it's not like the Trinity Forest is going to be out a ton of money because of it or whatever. Again, love Trinity Forest – to play, but it has some issues holding a tournament like that, whether it's whether it's really hot, whether it's really cold, whether it's raining. You're kind of out in the elements. I mean, in one respect, it's kind of like a true links course because there's not a lot of cover uh, cover anywhere. No, no. Whether, whether, whatever the weather is. Right. So I get that. Um, I think the other part that makes it tough is that it's a links-style course a week before the PGA, and PGA Championship is never hosted on a links-style course, I don't think. Is that it doesn't look like it in the foreseeable future. No. So even though Brooks Kepka played there the, uh, the week before, he tends to play – he likes to play leading into a tournament. Usually Mickelson does too. He didn't this year. Uh, so I think it was a really good Mickelson was Mickelson was a regular over at the Four Seasons. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he didn't so go every year, but he was, he was okay. He did till the end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, until his kids were grown. He's getting older. He didn't until he's saving his body, man. I mean, he's getting to he's forty, forty eight, forty nine. He's getting to that point where he's he needs to pick and choose. So, um, like I said, nothing against the the tournament venue. It's just whatever wasn't around it. Yes, that was the hard part. And And I I think and 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 four seasons spoiled everybody. Yes. You know, they, it was right in the middle of realize, town. They didn't realize what they had till they didn't have it anymore. Amazing. Amazing how yeah. that is. Grass is greener type bit. So yeah. it'll be somewhere somehow. I, I would guess it would be, go back to the four seasons and everybody be whole. Everybody be happy. And, um, and everybody involved learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. By how the about, way, one other thing. You know, the four seasons has a new owner. Mm-hmm. Some guy who's based out in New York. You know what? I don't know the guy. And I don't know anything about it. I know he's spending a lot of money on that property. Mm-hmm. He's redoing the fitness areas, redoing the, the locker rooms. He's he's tearing down some casitas to put a bigger convention center in there or something. His ego may say, you know what, I want to own a place that has a PGA Tour event. It needs to be done. So, Just does. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was brought to you by the greatness of old. Well, old, no. It's young. Bob Steak and Chop House, because it's reopened with the original owner on Lemon. And it is awesome. It is. They have the menus to die for. Bob Samble is maybe one of the best greeters ever. He yep. will make everybody feel great. And if you're looking for some place kind of special over the holidays. Never need to send a steak back at, at Bob's. Never. At least at the Lemon ever, store. Ever. There you go. So check it out. It's <laughs> Bob Steak and Chop House, the Lemon Avenue store. All right. Up next, let's get into uh, – Something that's up on Norm's bid list, it has to do with golf. Eli and I both saw it, and I think you might be interested in looking at this a little bit a little bit closer next on The Ticket. The Ticket. First, a bit of good news. Football season is finally getting to the good parts. Wow, that feels really good. Listen to The Ticket during the stretch run for our Cowboys pre- and post-game shows every game day. Plus, Ticket P1 Troy Aikman talks to the Newsies Tuesdays at 7.55. And NFL insider Peter King holds court Thursday mornings at 6.55. Also, don't miss the Ranch Report with David Moore. Mornings and afternoons, it's football nut-cutting time Ah! on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Tick. All right, you go to uh, myavidgolfer.com. A lot of reasons to go there. You can look at our features. We have our magazine in digital form so you you don't kill any trees. And... We have car reviews, restaurant reviews, course reviews, swing tips, whatever you want. We have it in there. We also have the Avid Golfer Passbook. It's a mere what is $49.95, it? $49.95, but it's the last $99. week for that. Yep. So Another you- stocking stuff. We're open Monday and Tuesday. If you want to come by, that would be the only way you'd get it in your stocking or wrap it up before for Wednesday. Christ- before right? Christmas. Yes. You know, you get 50 rounds of golf. You get two dozen golf balls, and it's the last week of the year where you can get a golf glove. Yep. Love very that cool. Golf glove. One size uh, fits one all. One size fits all, and it's a leather, Cabretta leather glove, so it's mm-hmm. very, very cool. And um, the forty nine nine price, it goes oh. up January 1st, so better better hurry. You know what? It lasts all year, too. So it's not like one of these things you, you use, and after a week it's done. It lasts all year long. And then hopefully the two dozen golf balls will last you more than two rounds. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Anyway, check it out. It's myavidgolfer.com. Doesn't matter if it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Festivus, whatever. It's the right time to look, the right time to buy, the right Festivus time to give. for the rest of us. Myavidgolfer.com. Well, I'll tell you right now, I posted on our, at our net, Rick, and on Facebook, the medley of food units that 
Union Bear Brewing has served us is off the charts. I'm taking all this home. Hey, 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 all hey, hey. I'm this home. that home for lunch. This is uh, that the was best. A good, that's a good chicken finger, by the way. Yep. Southeast corner of 121 in the Tollway. Union Bear Brewing. want to thank Tanner Fleming, the GM and operating partner and guest today on the show. Tony Smith, the VP, and Isaac Laura. He's the beverage director for better, all their wonderful hospitality. Better mention Scott Ferguson, so they're in And Scott Bradley. Ferguson, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Never know. Don't forget to check out Ideal Golfer, Cowboys, Fossil Creek, Leaks at Land's End, and Wolf Dancer. And Monday we have a biggie, a really big biggie. Yeah. It only happens once a year. And that's, that one sells out, right? Always. Yeah. Always, always, always. Hey, and, go ahead. And want to thank uh, Killer Out Here Engineering. Merry Christmas to you. Or Festivus or Hanukkah or whatever is. Merry Christmas. There you go. Uh, back at the station, Jay King and Zach Babb for all their wonderful work. Uh, we will be at Crest Cars next week. We will not. I will. So this is my last show of the year. So you, you're going to be emergency break free next week, I promise. You don't know that yet. I might call in. We might take it. But at the end of the year, we do a couple extra uh, junior events. Yeah, Texas um, Junior Golf Tour. And the Rocky Mountain Junior Golf Tour. And so we don't everybody can run them, so I, I'm going to uh, Phoenix next week to run it. So I want to wish everybody happy holidays, and thanks for listening for the last year. Mm-hmm. And thanks to my mom and dad, who are, we were a little short-staffed for next week, and they're coming to work. How about that? You paying them? Uh, covering their hotel. There you go. That'll work. So, uh, but yes, so thanks for thanks for the the year P ones. Are you paying for their flights at least? I'm not. They're coming a little early. They're probably using miles, or they're probably going on someone and paying like forty nine dollars and sitting in the back of a plane somewhere. That's my parents. All right, this is the longest sponsor uh, sequence in history. This is brought to you by Old American and the Tribute. David Mc, uh, David McDavid Lincoln of Plano. Waterview Golf Course and Crest Cars. How about Crest Cars? And City of Arlington Golf Courses, Texas Rangers, Tierra Verde, and Lake Arlington. You know what? I don't feel bad about Texas Rangers Golf Course. I've given them enough love over the year. Well, so they've given you a little bit, too, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and Crest has, too. State. <laughs> and Waterview. Uh-huh. All Every of them. Every one of them. Who did I miss? All right. Back at the station, we have um, current... Primetime hosts, Country Force, yeah. Eli George. Hey, 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 hey. For a couple of days at least. Hey, better nothing. True. Better nothing. Extra All dollars right. in my pocket, man. Got to make up for some of that Christmas shopping. Uh-huh. So uh, <laughs> Eli and I had the, uh, the opportunity to go check out a, a place out in Keller. And this is a gentleman. We give his name? Yeah, Mr. Or, Phillips. Yeah, so Mr. Oh, Phillips. There you go. So he decided to, he retired, he decided to build a par three golf course on his property. Six acres. Six acres. And when I show people the pictures, they think the golf course is like, wow. But what throws people out is when I show pictures of his equipment barn. He has more stuff than some golf courses do. I mean, he's got everything. I talked to a guy that's in in that business. He goes, "Oh my God, that's fifty grand right there. That's forty grand right there. That's sixty grand. You know, that one of those type things." Um, 
But this is going to be up on Norm's bidding for his uh, Normathon. So what is what's it? What is the bid? You get to play the course once. You get to so it for a week. So basically, what it is is you get a party of eighteen people. Two That's players tee off on each hole, so it's nine holes. And, and the, the holes vary from about 45 to, like, 75 yards. You can make it as long as you want. Yeah, you but, but yeah, but there 200. are, like, alternate tee boxes and stuff where you can yep. kind of stretch it out and go from one end of the property to the other and maybe hit, like, a 140 or 50-yard shot that way. But it... It truly is one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen that's privately owned when it comes to golf. This guy, and the thing is, is the guy that built it, he's not even really a huge golfer. He just, no, he's not. He, he actually is more into the agronomy of it. Like he was curious about grasses and different, and so he just decided he was going to build a golf course in his he backyard. playing with the machinery. Okay, I was about to say, so he's going to get X for this auction, right? Somebody's going to bid X. No, he's It'll not be, getting it. It's going to the that's charity. That's what I'm saying. It's a normal yeah. How much more could he get if he said, instead of golf carts, instead of walking, pick your tractor? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that that would really sweeten the deal. It would for me. Get one of one of those cool ass tractors. I wouldn't let you. Get, I wouldn't let so you. So driving a, a John Deere is on your bucket list. Hell yeah! Why? I think that'd be cool. <laughs> driving a tractor. Maybe you missed your calling as a farmer. I, no, I he de- didn't. I definitely did. <laughs> I definitely did. A lot of Jewish farmers out there. Yeah, I'd be. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> whatever. So Mike and Donnie, I had my my normal be out there. Who was a farmer? Well, there you go. There's one. Because we used to go get stuff for uh, the high holidays from his farm. They're going to include a, sh- a chef catered lunch about 12:30. Play begins at 2 p.m. And they'll have drink, appetizers, everything else out there as well. So it's going to be a whole day. Yeah. Of this. I will buy it if he lets me ride his tractor. <laughs> what is your what obsession right with now? the tractor? Kind of fixated. You know, it's funny, because when he talks about cars, he doesn't like any car with noise. If it's got one breath of an engine sound, he's out. Yeah. But he wants to ride a so tractor. you don't think a tractor is going to have noise? <laughs> it fun. So what would, be your, fun. what would be your dream tractor to navigate? Would it be like Wheat Thresher? Would you like to jump in like one of those big boys? It'd be big and green. <laughs> Mark that. Like a John Deere green. You know, those big green ones? Yeah, I'm, I'll I'm cut, familiar. I'll, let, I can, I'll cut the course for him that morning. Oh, I'm no, guessing he, lo- he probably he, doesn't he'd love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. No. no. Why not? But what do you I, think I would do? Rick and I had a chance to go run? out there and actually play you don't this thing. Are you capable of cutting the grass? No, I don't think you're capable of, of driving a tractor. Why not? <laughs> do you, have you ever ridden one? No. Then you're not qualified. <laughs> How do you know? Because Man, you would, you would dump that thing in one of his water features so yep, fast. Because, Oops, I made a left-hand turn. I would not. I'll put up a bond. I'm not going to put it in a damn Boy, you are really going out of your way just to ride a tractor. <laughs> this is one of the strangest things that's ever happened during our mix. Is, is Craig's affinity for wanting to drive how tractor. Cool it would be. When's the last time you either of you guys were on a tractor? I've never been, never. And, I, and I don't care. Ten years ago, and it's okay for about <laughs> 60 yards. And you're going to go, okay, that's okay, cool. Okay, so at least I could do it for 60 yards and say, you know what, I've Bucket list is fun. What I would do, there's a big, big. <laughs> you have to be the only person that driving tractor is on their bucket list. You <laughs> so have to what? be the only one. You have, there's an adjacent property that has nothing on it. I would might let you. Yeah, drive let him go that. out there and ride the tractor. Screw that up. 
So when I was started the company, I was in this giant warehouse uh, office building that um, the guy who we are we who's our landlord now said you can stay in there until I sell it because I'm I need somebody to just man right. it whatever. And it was an empty warehouse in the bottom. Our offices were on the top. I think you've been there once. I did. But he left a forklift. Oh, and no. This doesn't sound promising. So whenever I was, whenever I was having a bad day, mm-hmm. I'd just go downstairs and I'd ride the, the <laughs> forklift around the damn <laughs> warehouse. I had a blast. It was fun. Driving forklifts <laughs> is not fun. Do you pick anything fun. up with it? There was nothing to pick up. There was nothing in then there. Then why drive a forklift? It goes yeah, like two miles an hour. Put some hour. stuff in there. No, make it an I, obstacle course. I did. They had poles. <laughs> there were poles in the warehouse. It was fun. Did All a little right. slalom action. Well, I'm going to have to trust you on that one because I've, I've driven a tractor, and it's eh, it's okay well, for I a while. Well, I killer. So let me drive one. I've driven a forklift. It's not fun. <laughs> he's not He's not putting up the tractors. I said I'd buy it if he lets me drive his tractor. I mean, okay, sure. he probably will. He will probably let you drive one of his tractors if you Not if, if you, you guys have any standing. You just told me no way. Not on, your, not on his golf course. Maybe in his driveway. Yeah, maybe in his driveway or maybe just start it up in the barn. <laughs> just say, and pretend you're I'm driving. doing that. <laughs> just go, vroom, vroom. I can just imagine Craig, he just looks like Toons is the driving cat because he's uh-huh. behind the wheel of a John Deere. <laughs> he just goes off the cliff. <laughs> by the way, he's got that he's got that white quartz sand in there. The the, the greens are fast. Too. Does he have one of those little things that goes into the sand to? to no. I don't no. know. He probably does. Yeah, he I has do everything. that. How can I mess up a sand trap? Yeah, you could. I Yeah, I think I you're trust, vastly trust underestimating. I, think, I have confidence in you. Does he have a he green How roller? much you can screw things up. Yes. I'm on that. Let me do that. I'll bid. I'll win this thing if he lets me do the green roller thing. That looks like fun. Have you been drinking? Like a little. <laughs> yes, yeah, I is. have actually. Yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Now, now we're starting to. Yeah. Oh, All right. No. Now that explains it. He woke up it. late. He got here late. Little hair of the Drink. dog. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of what, what's the, what's the the ABV on that beer they're feeding you over there? Is <laughs> no. This is one of these. This is a Mexican coffee. This you is promised alcohol me a forty ounce. <laughs> yeah, this is this. If you want to, you want to feel happy, come here. Well, the point is, you should bid on this item at Normathon because it actually is really, really cool. You'll enjoy this little par three golf course. Rick and I went out there and, and played and really had a blast. It's really, really neat. So yeah, and it's one of those courses. Bid too, generously for Normathon. Change the holes too. I I now say, if you win the bid, invite me, <laughs> and I'll just stay in the barn and try to drive one of his tracks. And just put up a bond. <laughs> just just a stunning. When he puts it in reverse by accident and knocks out the whole wall. You know what? This guy's got enough money. It'd be a great story to tell. <laughs> think he's up for that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Making decisions like but, putting Craig behind the wheel of a John Deere is not the reason what, this gentleman has all the how, money in the world. How hard can it be to drive a damn John Deere? I mean, seriously. I, okay. You guys are giving me the, such a I'm hard not time saying, about I'm not it. saying do it do it in the on the beach. Or we need to get hold of the uh, Zimmer or Kubota guy and just let him just turn Craig loose and start driving yeah. some tractor. Yeah, go down to Cleburne. They have a million of those those stores down there, dealerships. John Deere, Kubota. Just go down there and say, I think I'm about buying one. Can I drive it around the parking lot? Well, this has blown our 1050 segment. We had a bunch of tractor yeah, talk. We were, yeah, we were going to do John Deere talk, but Sheesh. I guess we already did that. Gotta figure out All right, we got to go. go. 
He's so he's so crestfallen. <laughs> I'm a tractor. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 at 96.7 FM. The Ticket, KTCK AM Dallas Fort Worth, KTCK FM Flower Mound, a Cumulus Station. <laughs>